0: Turn up the heat this summer. Get propane delivery straight to your door with Cinch. C-Y-N-C-H. It's easy and convenient to order, and Cinch brings the tanks to your home on your schedule. Just go to Cinch.com. That's C-Y-N-C-H.com. Select your delivery date and drop-off location, and Cinch handles the rest. Now, new customers can get their first propane tank exchange for just $10 when they use promo code TANK10 at checkout. Cinch. Propane Grow Tank Home Delivery. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. Visit C-Y-N-C-H.com. Offer for
1: hey, next time you grill up a couple of steaks, open a bottle of Extreme Altitude Malbec wine. Extreme Altitude Malbec comes from remote vineyards in Argentina at 9,000 feet. When they're not making wine, they're herding cattle, so they know meat. And that's what these Malbecs are for. You pop open a bottle, you're going to get notes of blackberry, leather, smoke, a little dark cherry. And you're also getting less sugar, less chemicals and additives, and 10 times more Reservatrol, which is a powerful longevity booster. PatriotWineSale.com just got a special shipment of these wines in. A Malbec from one of the highest vineyards in the world really special wine you can't buy at any liquor store or other wine club. Did I mention the wines are now 50% off? Yeah, I'm talking special wines at half off. Go to PatriotWineSale.com, PatriotWineSale.com, and get the most amazing wines you'll ever taste at 50% off. It's a small shipment. It's going to go fast. That's PatriotWineSale.com. Must be 21. Enjoy responsibly.
2: Welcome to Wonderful and Strange. I'm PJ. I'm Celia. And as it is nearly Christmas, Merry Christmas! Woo! <laughs> yeah, I'm in the Christmassy mood. I'm a little
3: bit, I'm a little bit. Getting there. Yeah, yeah getting yeah.
2: there. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, what have you been up to this week? Um, I feel like I've been doing a lot of driving. A lot of driving. I haven't really gone anywhere. I just feel like I've been in the car a lot. Mm. No, maybe it's just me. Maybe. Mm. Travelling. Driving. Maybe it's just because I'm driving slowly. Feels like... Maybe. I don't know. It's very icy. That's what I feel like I've been doing this week. (laughs) Driving.
2: I've been doing last minute Christmas stuff and uni stuff. Mm. Doing some work.
3: Get in there! What a great week we've had. The more I do now, the more
2: I can enjoy Christmas. Yay! I'm excited. I look forward to Christmas. It's a nice time. It it, well, yeah. I can eat food. Yeah, and I can drink a
3: lot of gin, which is nice. (laughs) I look forward to it. (laughs) I'm pleased about Stalin. Do like never had Stalin? Oh, what? No, No, never had it. It's good. It's good. It's um, it's got like rum butter, I think. Yeah, is is it ma- marzipan? Marzipan, like sultanas, rum butter in a sort of block, cakey block. Ooh. Oh, it's, you should try some. Maybe I will. With icing sugar on top. Ah, alright. I'll bring some around. Nice. Mmm.
2: Yeah. So, this week, as it is nearly Christmas, yep. we have decided to watch the original and best one, possibly. I've not watched the two remakes, but I've heard... Bad things mm. about them. Black Christmas. Yeah. From 1974. I'd never heard of it before. Directed by Bob Clark. Never heard of him. No. I don't know what else he's done. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't tell you what else he's done. I
3: knew for sure John Saxon. Because he's been yeah. in 90% of all film and television programmes. As a policeman. Yeah. He's always a policeman. Yeah. He's in everything. I don't know if he's just got a really recognisable face, but... He's he just feel like he's in it, everything.
2: Yeah, mm. he he does crop up in
3: stuff. Yeah, but I then
2: like I forget it. that he's in it, and then I'm like, oh yeah, he's yeah here. Um, yeah, I think um, I've like I'm averagely new to this. Um, I've not I'd sort of heard of it, but I'd never really watched it. Um, but but yeah, I I think it's quite a, it's quite a good. It's certainly quite disturbing. It is quite disturbing. Yeah. 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 It's a good. It's a good alternative Christmas film if anyone wants to watch it, mm. somewhat different than Die Hard. Die Hard. I haven't watched Die Hard yet, but Die Hard is Cinemas. Is it? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's
3: Christmas. Yeah. I don't think of it. I think it's a Christmas film, but it's not a Christmas film. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, not it's not a, a traditional Christmas yeah. film. It's set
2: at Christmas. But it is set at Christmas. And he basically saves Christmas for those people in the Nakatomi Plaza. And also his wife's name is Holly. (laughs) So, you know, Christmas. (laughs) uh,
3: you could either have Holly or Carol, couldn't you? You Exactly. Or Noel. Yep, exactly. Absolute Christmas. I always think um, (laughs) that Macaulay Culkin film is... Home Alone. Yeah, Home Alone 2. I always think that's a Christmassy film.
2: Yeah, is that not set around Christmas? Yeah. Because they lose him again
3: in New, in New York, York. With yeah. Tim Curry. And Donald Trump. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. I feel like I I watch those and then I'm just like, seriously, like, keep an eye on your kid. Like, mm, he's clearly he's a flight risk. A handful. I know. Keep your eye on him. Oh,
3: dear. Anyway.
2: Right. Yeah. Black Christmas.
3: It was good, wasn't it? So
2: before we start there's gonna be spoilers (laughs) so if you've not watched it turn off and give it a watch and then come back to us black christmas right let's get into it then yeah yeah so beginning of the film it starts as a it's like a shot of a really christmassy house it looks quite nice
3: like, they nice from the christmas 70s thing. always has like, like 70s film glow doesn't it. It really you suits can like it's like, like yeah, you can, yeah you can tell exactly when it's from without even knowing.
2: Yeah and then like it it just says black christmas as so no sort of fl- it's it's quite nice though cuz i quite like it cuz now you get all like really flashy like titles and mm. it's got to be like a a mini bit
3: before the titles yeah it's just, got to be like something clever about the lettering yeah. it's just like it just kind of goes medieval into it.
2: Black and white. House, Christmas, black Christmas, in, done. Yeah. Which I like, I do like it. Um, Straight to the point. Yeah, so it's just looking at, there's like um, girls going into this sorority, it's a big sorority house, girls going into it, sorority house, and then you go to what I like to call Billy Cam. (laughs) (laughs) POV. It's basically a POV shot, And he's looking at the girls inside and then climbs up a trellis. I don't
3: think that would support a grown man's weight
2: no and also if you were on that street and you you'd surely see a guy Mm. climbing up a trellis so was quite a well-to-do looking street wasn't it? It it's quite Mm. a fancy area and it looked like it mind you if it was a sorority house maybe it was quiet because people had gone home
3: or they might be like oh those college girls and their boyfriends yeah Yeah. oh you i saw that actually carry on yeah i saw um someone opposite me like at the back doing something weird and i was like Oh, those students and then after a <laughs> while i was like well i don't even see know now you would be like, like yeah no don't even know if it was students you're gonna be like onto the police
2: like everyone, there's a suspicious in the house person I yeah think there might be a murderer <laughs> yeah so it's kind of it kind of cuts from his point of view breaking into this house and then it kind of Cuts to the girls inside. We've got Margot Kidder, who is the best person she's in this She's sassy, isn't she? She is sassy and drunk <laughs> for a lot of the yeah. time. It's and great. it's not
3: even clear if it's like a, a party. I think she's just been drinking. I, I
2: think there's meant to be a party. I feel like they're meant to be having like a little gathering of the students before everyone goes home. Oh. Well, she was having a party all But she was just having everywhere. a party by herself. She yeah. was on it. Absolutely on it. So, and the... He kind of. Is that when he, like, stands at the top of the stairs and he can basically see her stood, like, looking into the yeah. living room, basically? So he's, like, quite. Because I never really thought about that, but then he's, like, actually quite close. Mm. And then. Yeah, it's surprising. Everyone's, that she... like, wrapped up in their yeah. own stuff. They're just not. They just don't see, like anything. Plus it's, it's such a big
3: house as well. It's yeah, like, that's it. It's, it is massive. You couldn't get away with that in England could you? Well, unless it was a big English house. But like, the average English house No, you. if somebody was at the, was the top of the stairs you'd be like Yeah? What are you doing?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you doing? Get out of my house, you weirdo.
3: It wouldn't get very far in my house. No, me Not, neither. Yeah, no. absolutely nowhere.
2: No, me neither. But that that's good. Yeah, it's a good thing. For your house with stuff. And there's limited limited entrance and exits. Mm. So, yeah. So, you know, you lock them up. And no one's coming in anyway. No. So you're right. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're just going about the little business. they sort of... you kind of introduced to all the girls, sort of. Yeah. And then the phone goes and they refer to it. They're like, oh, the moan is back. So they must have had... Yeah. These recurrent phone calls. Um, and he is just being quite crude. Mm. And a bit sexual towards them. Yeah. Then Barb comes, good old Margot kidder, and basically tells him to stick his tongue in a socket and get <laughs> lost. And then they're like, You can't say that. Ooh. And she's like, Yeah, well, I'm well, used to it. Yeah. She's like, Oh, I'm used to it. I get loads of these calls in like, at home or something. Like, she's a bit, like, streetwise and... She doesn't really come across and as a also student
3: drunk. at all, does she? No, And <laughs>
2: drunk. So she's like, I will tell you to get lost because I don't care. <laughs> and then, um, for some reason, I've, I've put in my notes, can't rape a townie, because she, she says something about you can't rape a yeah. townie, which is a bit weird. It's kind of y- of the time, yeah. isn't it? I it is of the time. Yeah yeah Mm. it's a bit weird so we'll brush past that one (laughs) um claire poor claire she basically gets a bit upset about what she's saying and then she's like i'm going to pack and i'm going home because i'm sick here
3: yeah she's (laughs) going home to see her family at christmas yeah Mm. so she goes
2: to pack and then in this time the house mother comes home and it kind of intersperses with her coming back and they're giving her a nightie. They're giving her a, a nightie. A really hideous an nightie an and then make her wear nightie. it as well. And she's like, oh, oh, thanks girls kind of thing. So it intersperses with that and then Claire's packing. Claude appears. Sees Claude the cat. The elusive Claude. Claude is the hero in this mm. In this. I really know Claude
3: claws Billy, like. And that that could be an alternative. I anything, feel perhaps. like
2: he survived. I hope, he, well. survived. Yeah, he, I hope he survived. Yeah. I hope so. I think he did.
3: I think he did. I'd like to think let's so. Let's say that he does, because not many other people do.
2: Yeah, let's say that he does. <laughs> so then, uh, so Claire's packing away, and we get a view from the wardrobe. And then you're like, oh no. Oh no. That's not good. No. Um, between the interspersing all the girls are, like shouting and screaming and and sort of laughing about this nightie that they've bought. Yeah. This house mother. Um. Meanwhile, poor Claire gets a plastic bag on her head. From Billy, and gets suffocated. Yeah. And then dragged up to the attic, and nobody. Nobody realised.
3: At all. It's horrific.
2: And basically. She's there. For the remainder of the yeah, that's where film. she stays,
3: keeping a watch on everyone in from a the chair window. Yeah, yeah, with the bag still in yeah. place.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. I, I'm sure I heard somewhere that she was good at holding a breath. <laughs> so like they did like the scenes with it. Like I don't think the bag was fully on her head because I feel like that's really quite dangerous. But so it looked kind of realistic. Yeah. that it was there, kind of thing. But oh, I can't imagine having to do that. Oh, it freaked me out.
3: No, actors do. Really all freaks sorts me out. though. like, that, like yeah. that
2: that death's really horrible. I don't I don't like it. It's
3: a horrible death as well because mm. she's portrayed as quite an innocent. Yeah, because she doesn't really do anything wrong, does she? Yeah, she just had the misfortune of being the, in the first place. victim. Yeah,
2: yeah. What gets me though, she's there for the entire film, in the window of the no object, one and no one looks up. up no one looks up. No. no, if they'd have looked up, they'd have been like, mm, "Why is she up there? It's a bit weird." She's there. So then we go back to the house, Mum. She's basically this is like a a theme for the rest of the film. She just goes round finding booze. Yeah. From various <laughs> places. This one's a book because she's like B for booze, and then opens a little thing. One the I I bet they I bet they know they're there. Yeah, and I bet sure steal they steal it do. also. Yeah,
3: sure especially Margot Kidder. She, she would be all over that. I objected to the bottle in the toilet because I just think that's just yeah, just put it in, in the, the system. cabinet or something. Yeah. Don't put it in into the toilet's inner workings But that's the
2: clean water. That's
3: worse well, still, but but still, rather <laughs> simply, than appetizing You'd at least put it in a bag or something. Put you? it in a shampoo bottle. get a shampoo, rinse it out, and then top it up. Yeah. And I just put your name on something. But then, yeah, that's true. It'd be a bit bubbly. <laughs> that's true. Yeah,
2: you'd have to really wash your shampoo bottle out. You'd have to, or just get a shampoo label. Or, or just
3: get a Don't hide booze around the house. Yeah, and keep it in your room. Drink responsibly. Yeah, with any number of reasons to not <laughs> put what you're gonna drink into into a, into a, a toilet.
2: toilet. Yeah, mm.
3: that's almost as bad as the
2: uh, toilet. Hair washing in, what was it in? Valentine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, She has no water and she washes washes her hair in the toilet. Well, you'd have to wash your hair again after that. You
3: really would, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd forgotten about that. (laughs) I've remembered. I've re-remembered and now I'm scared again. Oh, my God. What a ridiculous thing to do.
2: Yeah, toilets. Don't do it, guys. It's not good for you.
1: Yeah.
2: So, then Jess answers the phone again, and it's her boyfriend, Peter. Mm. Mr. Uh, and she's Mr. like, Intense. Oh my god, yeah. Mm. He is so intense. He's very intense. And He's really intense likes even to pull for
3: neck. a conservatoire piano player. Yeah. Not sure if I said that right. Conservatory. Yeah. <laughs> conservatory. Is it conservatory? Conservatory. Conservatory. Yeah.
2: I don't know how it works
3: but yeah it's a conservatory because when you say I conservatory know. I think of the extension yeah of I do the house. yeah yeah, yeah that you have but to get with of 50 apparently
2: that's what it's called I don't I yeah I'm not a music student I don't know if anyone mm. if anyone has any idea and would like to fill me in please uh, let me know because I have no idea <laughs> um yeah he's like oh he's on the phone to her and then she's like we need to talk I'll see you later kind of thing. And then we've got more secret booze from the uh, house mother, I think. That's yeah, the, that's the toilet, toilet. one. Um, and then it basically keep, it. You get this sort of interspersing with sort of them going about their normal business and then poor Claire in the attic mm. with this bag on her head. Oh, it's horrible. Um, but then it goes to the dad who's waiting for her because he's going to meet her at one o'clock and they're going to go home, I assume. But then she doesn't turn up, and then he's like, well, why haven't they turned up? So he ends up going to the house to investigate, I think. Mm. He he asks somebody for
3: directions, and they
2: lead him there.
3: Yeah, I didn't like that bit. That was quite odd, sort of. A sad bit yeah i couldn't think of the word then so i said sad but there's something very unsettling about someone waiting for a relative that's not going to come
2: yeah yeah, it's not yeah. A nice uh, yeah fear, that is quite it's quite mm, creepy isn't it yeah yeah he yeah so then it sort of it flashes to i think they're doing some kind of like philanthropy thing because they've got like kids and, got Santa and children, yeah, yeah, oh, and, something like that. And there's are giving them children, presents and stuff. Because yeah. I feel like they've got to do a bit of like charity stuff mm. when they're in a sorority from.
3: Oh, they do, don't they? I'm only getting like, this yeah. from
2: the House Bunny. I don't, I don't actually know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only getting it from that, but um, yeah. And there's a like a bit where Mago kid is like giving a kid some booze. Yeah. It's hilarious. She's not bothered. And then at she's all. like, "Someone's tipsy. Yeah. <laughs> and he's she like, "Wait, little little boy." <laughs> oh, it's funny. Um, the dad gets to the sorority house, and he's sort of asking the house mother about, um, about Claire, and she's like, "Oh, well, nobody's seen her," kind of thing. Mm. And it, but in the meantime, there's like a sort of comedic bit where she's trying to hide, like, obscene oh, yeah. <laughs> posters from him because he's like. I don't pay however much a year for my daughter to drink and do whatever it is. And boy, have boyfriends. Have boyfriends and he's whatever. quite straight-laced. He's a nice he's guy. He's very
3: straight-laced. He's, he's yeah. Very straight-laced.
2: Yeah. yeah, so she's like hiding the stuff. That's quite funny. But it kind of fails.
3: It's kind <laughs> of funny, but then you're also like, she's in the attic, mm. dead.
2: Yeah. And then um, she's, it goes to the house mother, she's because I think she's like, oh, I'll take you. Were they looking for the, the where they were going with the philanthropy people? She mm. was like, oh, maybe I'll, t- I'll take you there or whatever. And then she's sort of drinking and saying, I do my best. And they run riot and are I'm <laughs> all sick of these kids, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, she's looking for Claude and says something like, she's like, where are you, little shit or something like that, <laughs> don't you? And then he yeah. turns up and... She's like, "Oh hello. Hello. Uh, let's leave." And then she basically gives him finger when he <laughs> turns around, which I thought was quite funny. Oh. <laughs> uh, then we get to Peter practicing the piano. Oh, and Jess has gone to see him and she basically tells him that she is pregnant and doesn't want to keep the baby. Which for 1974, I'm imagining was quite a big deal. It's
3: probably quite progressive,
2: isn't it? I think, because in a lot of, I mean, I, I think this, this film sort of came around before like the standard horror tropes. So I think, like, you know, you'd normally get like the, the final girl, if you will, who'd mm. be like a virgin and, you know, you no know, boys and stuff. So she's kind of booked that trend. But then also she knows her own mind and she's like, I don't want this kid, I'm not yeah. having it. And then he's sort of arguing about it and saying... He says something about it's it's not like getting a wart removed or something, doesn't he? Yeah. And and how can you be so flippant about it? And she's like, well, I'm not, I've thought about it. I, I don't want it. And then he's kind of like, we'll talk later about mm. it. And she's like, oh, all right. And then just walks off. Um. And then another phone call comes through to this rarity house because she's back there and it's it's a a name of billy and then yeah. something about a baby and
3: then it is hard to tell what he's saying yeah but that makes it all the more disturbing because anyone who can talk like that clearly screaming yeah
2: yeah well it well. Will... We had a look at it on IMDb, didn't we? And it was like three different people yeah. who were the voice, which kind of makes sense because I was like, one person cannot make cannot those make voices, those like voices. Yeah. unless you're some kind of voice actor. <laughs> I don't know which, <laughs> which is a thing,
3: I, I suppose. It's but a thing for actors. It's not usually a thing for um, random murderers. psychopathic, phone yeah. caller people.
2: Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's kind of, you get a sort of drip
3: fed little bits, little but not sort of bits and pieces to kind of give you an idea, but you never really get a clear, cut really get a clear explanation view. for yeah. exactly why he's doing this. Yeah. Which is all the
2: more disturbing. Definitely. Mm. That's the thing, it could literally be anybody.
3: Yeah. I, would, I wish we could have like a, a psychiatrist on call and you could be like, yeah. what is going on with this man? What's the deal with this yeah. guy? <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, so
2: then it cuts to the police and the dad's gone to report her missing and they kind of the kind of it's that whole sort of, Oh well she's not been missing that long, fill a form out, it'll be fine kind of thing. Um and then they're sort of talking about her and they're like, Have you seen her? Was she and then they're like, Well did she go to a boyfriend's house? Or did she do this? Or they're not really, they're not really saying,
3: "Oh my God, she's missing!" Like we need to find a kind of mm. thing at this point. Yeah, they aren't really aware. They they're just trying yeah. to figure out where she's at. They don't actually think she there's there's a problem. Yeah, and then this
2: policeman asks for their telephone number, and Margot Kidder, as she's a little bit tipsy, <laughs> gives them a gives them a number, but it's not their number. It's the uh, fellatio Exchange, Fe. <laughs> Which he takes down, which is important for later. Yeah. She thinks she's hilarious.
3: She thinks she's absolute <laughs> who, which um,
2: kind of is a little
3: bit, but oh, she's funny. unfortunately... I think she's great yeah, in it. Yeah, she's it.
2: good, isn't she? She's is really funny. Good old Lois Lane. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Jess goes to hockey to find Claire's boyfriend and says, have you seen
3: Claire? And he's like, well... No, I thought she was with you or he, she'd gone home. He is not wearing a terrifying mask at all at this Oh, point, yeah, that it? hockey mask is so weird. Mask. I can understand you need to protect your face when you play ice hockey because it is quite a brutal game, but I wouldn't, still. No, no, I was going to say I wonder
2: if it's like, if they change changed it, but it was before Friday the 13th. Yeah, 13, it was so genuinely not even like just
3: a hockey like mask. It wasn't even like a weird. cultural reference or anything. Yeah,
2: it's really weird. It was like a really, it was really long, like... Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Flesh coloured
3: portions as well. Yeah, it was a very strange (laughs) mask to wear. Oh,
2: god. So then it goes to Peter's recital. Peter is apparently a music
3: student, Mm.
2: and he's the worst piano player I think I've ever heard. A student of
3: terrible music. He's like, you can tell, it's not that he can't play the piano, it's just that the notes that he's playing are awful it's kind of i mean i'm broad, not a
2: musical person yeah, me neither, but you can but tell like i can tell because it's sort of all right and then it will hit like a bum note and you are yeah. like, like
3: it no. gives you though even more impression that he could be the killer which is what yeah. they kind of hint at because no one who is totally is sane would play, play a piano album. like that
2: yeah it's really Ugh. strange And then there's, like, the three people. I'm assuming it's, like, a a final exam or something Mm. because, like, there's three people, like, with sort of clipboards or books or something marking it, which I would not enjoy because I hate exams, but, you know. Well, they certainly didn't enjoy it it either because he didn't do very well. I don't think anyone enjoyed it. No. (laughs) He didn't enjoy it. The examiners didn't
3: enjoy it. The piano didn't enjoy
2: it. The piano didn't enjoy it. Especially afterwards, because yeah. he decides to start smashing it up
3: um but yeah, why would you do that? It's an expensive piano man what well, he did badly in his recital, and so yeah. he's entitled to destroy an expensive piece of musical instrument piece of musical instrument, a piece of musical instrument, a musical
2: instrument <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, we go back to the police and they find out that there's been a missing child. Um, there's a mother like saying that she's been missing. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, perhaps she's visiting a friend." Yeah, not a case. And then uh, we go back to the house and they've got the they've got Claire's dad there, who's having tea and he's like, "Oh, I couldn't eat anything. I'm just mm. really." Really worried about a kind of thing because it's like night time by this yeah. point, and uh Barb's just hammered on the sofa, and then she
3: starts talking about turtles having sex. Yeah, she watched them apparently. She went to the zoo. She and went to the them. zoo
2: to watch them, but then got bored and watched the zebras. <laughs> Barb
3: is a absolute character.
2: She's mad, isn't she? Um, and then she sort of, she sort of basically says, "Oh, you, you all think it's my fault that she went missing and." Because I'd, I'd sort of said something and upset her and, and they're like, well, no, we
3: just we just want to find her at this point yeah. kind of thing. Um, They've sort of gone beyond thinking she is somewhere yeah. and they're, so, they, they're now like, something's happened to her. And then they
2: decide to go out. Well, she goes to bed, don't not she? Because she's,
3: she's mm. drunk. And then the others decide yeah, to Phil go. Yeah, Phil tells her to go to bed. Yeah, she's just like, just go Phil's to bed, Phil's like, just get out of here, go to bed.
2: Go to bed. <laughs> You're clearly drunk. <laughs> And then they all decide to go and look for the little girl and Claire. Because they're like, well, we might find her as well. Yeah. we look for this little girl. And it's kind of like a whole big team thing. And there's that guy in the balaclava on a snowmobile. a <laughs> snowmobile.
3: Firstly, do you need a snow... I don't know it might be snowy, but do you really need a snowmobile in a local park? Um, um, And do you really need a, a full face balaclava? He did look like he was going to do crimes. He looked like a murderer. I feel yeah. like no
2: one can wear a balaclava anymore. No. Because... doesn't
3: matter how cold it is. If they're you put associated on a balaclava, crime. it's crime. Yeah.
2: yeah, It's a shame, because they are quite a good It'd idea. keep you warm, wouldn't they? Yeah. Especially
3: Apart those from your ones eyes. that cover your whole face. Yeah, yeah. That'd keep you very warm.
2: Yeah. Apart from your eyes, your eyes would get cold. But so, then you can't really wear a full you know, one, because then you couldn't see. You
3: couldn't see. They were snowmobile guys, certainly oh, right. feeling cosy like, Was it face. like a red one balaclava. as well? Yeah. Bright red balaclava. Bright red, full face balaclava. weird. Oh my God. If like, call off the search, it's him.
2: Yeah, he did it. He did it. He is ready for crime. Oh my God. So, then we get back, nobody's in the house apart from the house mum and Barb's asleep and then she's looking for Claude the cat. That mm. Everyone just looks for that cat. And yeah. Just sort of, must
3: wander that around cat. and he's, she's he probably like, knows everything that's going on and he's like yeah nah, i'm getting it's out just a guy in the attic nah. yeah so
2: i think she's she's getting ready to go on for holidays as well isn't she and then for some reason the taxi's outside but she's like i'm gonna just go
3: look for my cat
2: because yeah there's so a taxi the taxi's outside the
3: taxi's literally waiting and she's still packing Whilst drinking... That stresses me out no end. I'd be packed the day before. Yeah, that... She should have rung the taxi to come later. Yeah. Or rung the taxi when she was packed. Yeah. Yeah. But this isn't the main point. But, but still, it's, just, it's a <laughs> mark of her character, isn't it? It is. It's just everyone. They're all a bit haphazard, yeah. aren't they? They're packing not... whilst the taxi's outside. How long's he going to wait? That's so stressful. Mm. Even
2: you wouldn't leave it that Even
3: late I would not pack. do that. Exactly. No. Exactly. So, i would have got a taxi fair enough yeah <laughs> i would have i would have walked
2: nice um yeah so she's looking for claude and then she goes up to the attic and has a little look in there sees claire and then before she gets a chance to sort of jump down from the attic billy's there but you don't really see him All you see it's like a sort of silhouette of him, but then his eye. Mm. You only really ever see his eye. And then he... I'm assuming it's like the mechanism for the trap door of it's the like attic. a
0: pulley?
2: Yeah. yeah, and he like chucks that at her and it drags her up to the attic. Yeah. So then there's two of them in the attic. Um, her sister's going to be like, where is but she? But then the, ta- the taxi driver like knocks on the door, yeah. but nobody answers, obviously. And then he yeah. goes away and you're like, no, no, just look up. Just look up. But no one does. Claire's still there? Mm. Sat in the window, Minding her own business. Oh God, these people. And then they're all yeah, they're all huddled around this little bin fire. Then aren't they? Where they? Oh yeah, they're doing in the this park. search
3: park. You don't get a bin fire in Britain, do you? No. Only in America they do a a bin, a bin fire.
2: But I feel like it's they're not very even effective. Really bin. It's like a big, it's like an oil drum. drum. Yeah, I always think the bins. I don't know. I don't know. I mean,
3: mm. the royal they're oil drums. But you never get them in this country, like do you? like metal barrels.
2: Yeah. So
3: drums. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Little, yeah. I, I feel like they're quite effective. Yeah,
3: you, they always crop up in films that are set in New York. Anywhere where there's homeless people. In co- a cold place have these drum, drum oil bin, drum, bin fire thing fires. Yeah. yeah. And the flames are like, so high on them. Yeah. They must really build the fire quite, and they, you have to put, um, like, Fence in the bottom as well, so it gets air. Yeah, coming in. So they're actually. It's a lot of effort. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of like, like um, it's good. Uh, log burning stove, but but outside, but outside and scavenged.
2: Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it? Did, it did look nice and warm. Mm. So they're outside, and then they uh, someone finds a little girl. Was it Phil? kind of Yeah. Phil? Yeah. And she sort of screams, and then they're like, oh, the little girl's been found. They go home, and then Jess gets another phone call from Billy again, Um
1: Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that.
0: But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Breaks out and then
2: Peter comes from upstairs Mm. and she's like, oh. And he was like, oh, I'm having a little nap and I was waiting for you, but you didn't turn up kind of thing. So he's kind of been set up as a... Yeah. As a sort of... As a is it him kind of yeah. thing? Yeah. We know it Because he does act really weird. He
3: is creepy, isn't he? He acts
2: properly weird and wears a lot of Poland accents. Mm. Just really weird. Um, then they kind of. Yeah, I feel like, like the police are sort of a bit
3: yeah they're, they're not, really... not really taking everything very seriously they don't take no. it seriously for a long time and then suddenly it's like all the resources tap in the phone it's like something in john saxon's thought process it's basically because he's like well actually now i need to john saxon doesn't
2: get involved for a mm-hmm. bit does he until about halfway through and then he gets involved and then he's like right we'll do this yeah. he's proactive um Yeah, so she sees Peter and then he's like, I'm leaving the conservatory. Let's get married and then have this baby. And she's like, no, I want to get married to you. And then she's basically like, do you remember all those hopes and dreams that I said I had? (laughs) I still want to do them and being married to you is not going to help me achieve them.
3: Yeah. And I'm not having this baby. (laughs) Yeah, the main thing is that being married to him is going to stop her achieving things. The baby is her decision. But it's more Peter. Uh, Phil is actually the one who is going to hold her back.
2: Yeah, 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 definitely. But then because he's like kind of failed and he's not doing his musician thing, he's like, I oh, will just get married now and pop a baby out and. Yeah, yeah there you go. We go back to John Saxon and he's on the case and there's a guy absolutely wetting himself at the <laughs> desk and and he's just and you just like, Why is this guy laughing so much? Like what is wrong with him? And then basically you find out that they found out about the Fellatio phone number and he's like, Really? Are you actually that <laughs> incompetent that you've got this wrong? How has well, that man well, got he a told job? Me? Yeah. I don't know. I literally don't know. Like he's just like, For God's sake, so they it goes back to Peter and he's like getting annoyed because she still wants his abortion and he bas- he says to her, if you bought the baby, you'll be sorry um and then he sort of storms off and then you kind of see him outside he's like creeping about outside, mm. which is really weird um so the Police come to tap the phones, so they can trace the call. Yeah. Because now they know that the phone number's wrong, and he was like, "Right, we'll route it. So when your phone rings, our phone will ring." But then it kind of, he's like, "You need to keep him on the line." Yeah. So they've got because It's all like mechanical, isn't
3: it? Yeah. I feel like that wouldn't happen now because no, you it would just be get totally it automatically, difference. don't yeah. you? So it all be like like. They physically have to locate this little junction thing in the telephone exchange. Yeah. It's crazy. To that, isn't Trace it? it. Yeah. So this guy mm. is like running around. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So different time. It is, it's Imagine if they had a mobile.
2: They'd have just been like, ooh, bye. Yeah. yeah. Run out of the door. Margot kidder is asleep in bed. And then you hear her screaming because but in between that, you see Billy roaming about. So you think, oh, my God, something's happened to her. Turns out she's just having an asthma attack. And then she's like, I had a dream that there was a stranger in my room. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, so
3: there was a stranger in the room. Through, which was in the room, but then some yeah. men woke her up, which manifested as an asthma attack.
2: The Carol is the carolers at the door, who you said there was a creepy kid at
3: the back. Yeah, I was like, who turned who out that? to
2: be a woman. Yeah, there was one. <laughs>
3: Child, I thought at the back, who was particularly strange looking. It was a lady. It was
2: a lady. It was a lady. She was looking after the carolers. Yeah. So they're caroling. So again, can hear what's going on upstairs. In this time, you get the glass unicorn death. Mm. Barb
3: doesn't strike me as someone who would have
2: the glass unicorn, ornaments and stuff. But yeah. she's got a
3: few. But why not? Well, she did. Yeah. But no, they're all not? Yeah. Not her own ending. Yeah.
2: So it kind of it cuts between the kids and then her sort of
3: going, Ah and the unicorn. Yeah. Imagine that. Unicorn death. How awful. The worst part is when she bought or was given that unicorn, she's probably like, Oh, this is nice. Oh, this is nice, yeah. And it was little digit. It sat on the shelf for maybe a year, years. Mm-hmm. Just waiting for its awful fate. Yeah. Oh. It's awful. Then
2: uh, Another phone call because every time there's a death,
3: he rings up yeah. again.
2: So he, and then he ends up saying something about it's just like getting a wart removed, which mm. is what Peter said to her yeah. earlier about the abortion. So she's like, Oh, it's Pete, it's Peter. Yeah, and he is being
3: properly weird. Yeah, so it you understand why she thinks it's him, but obviously Billy knew that because he'd heard them, before. yeah. Or, Whatever. I don't know how he knew. He knew He must
2: have been listening at some point. Yeah. Um They basically they don't have time to trace the call. Um and then he sort of says, Did you hear anything? And she's like, Well I'm hearing like different voices, mm. he's doing different voices. Um and then he asks about Peter and then there's a commotion going on where a policeman's been shot in the bum. <laughs> By some guy who's like, yeah, it was on my property, so I shot him or whatever. Yeah. And and then he's like, filled him Ooh, full oh. of buckshot. Filled him full of buckshot, yeah. he did. And then the, quite laughing funny, guy, yeah. the laughing guy, yeah. the laughing guy's just laughing again. <laughs> so I imagine he went home from work and went, I've had the most funny the day at work day. today. <laughs> and then his wife would be like,
3: Five girls have died. And they'd be like, Oh. Yeah, but I had a but really funny time. It was time. hilarious. <laughs> one of them. So the street name was Palatial <laughs> <Felicial laughs> Exchange,
2: but it wasn't yeah. because she made it up. No. <laughs> oh God! Um, so there's policeman outside. She gets another phone call where, which is Peter crying down the phone about the abortion, mm. and they don't get a trace on that. But like, I feel like they they kind of alluding to the fact that it's Peter.
3: It's given the suggestion that he's unstable to the characters. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, And then they end up. There's two. There's a bit of sort of light relief where two guys from the search party are like knocking on the door. and they're like, do you need a hand? We're.
3: They're like, oh, there's a killer out. So killer out. Must be careful. I'm like, you two are actually. Quite a lot more threatening than killer. And they're the like, killer.
2: okay, then, yes. And they're like, yes, be careful, you you watch it. And like, right, yeah,
3: right. Yeah. What hats what were they, they wearing? Why were they wearing those hats? They looked like 100 like, people I've, or I've never seen hats like it. No. Like, you couldn't make those hats up. I can't no. even describe them. One was black and checkered and one was blue. Like, were they like ear flap hats? Do you know even like them know. kind of? Yeah. Literally, cannot describe these weird. hats. Very weird. St- strange men. It it's a bit of light tracks. relief though, which was yeah. quite nice.
2: And then, um, yeah, they have a, uh, Jess and Barb have a little laugh about that, don't they? And mm. then she said, uh, is it Barb? Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm tired. I'm yeah. going to go to bed. And you're like, oh, no, <laughs> not another <laughs> one. Um, uh, there ends up being another call, which they finally are able to trace. And they find out that it's coming from inside the house. Um, and John Saxon tells the policeman, "He's like, just tell her to put the phone down and leave. Mm. Don't tell her anything else. It'll be fine." And he kind of, he kind of says, "Oh, yeah. he sort of says, 'Oh, just take, just put the phone down and leave.'" And yeah. then she's like, "I'll go get my friends in." He's like, "No, don't do that." And then he, and he basically tells her, "He's like, yeah. the call's coming from in the house." And then she's like, "Uh oh." oh, oh. But to be fair to her she gets a poker
3: yeah and goes upstairs to find which her friends which is the best moral thing you can do like you'd you'd be a bit low which... if you just went and left your two friends sleeping knowing there's a murderer in there yeah house. I couldn't
2: no I couldn't in all consciousness I'd feel really could, really no. I couldn't live for myself no. I'd have to go at least check I mean the on thing him. to
3: do would be to get out like a megaphone or something and be like he's in the house like yeah. I really need a megaphone. There's so many Please things the house. that you can do with a megaphone. <laughs> yeah. I might buy myself one or for Christmas. Help. Yeah. Or even just just yeah. general day to day conversations. Yeah. Yeah. could work. Mm. I might start using one at work. Do you want this? <laughs> do you use it on um members of the public? Yeah. Like a train oh. or something. Excuse me. Would you like a mince pie?
2: What? <laughs> mince pie? No. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so she goes upstairs and she goes to Barb's room and they're both dead. And then she sees just a little eye. Mm. And then he says, it's Billy. And apparently he's meant to be quite scared. But if I saw an eye poking out of a door. Yes, yeah, and no. he looks
3: extremely
2: So then she runs away and then he grabs Jess's hair. Yeah. Jess's beautiful hair. She's got
3: lovely hair. Oh my god, she's got beautiful hair. Remember the 70s before before, what is it? Straighteners. Hyaluronic acid. Hyaluronic acid? Is that not her face? I'm not sure, but it shows that you don't need modern shampoo to have shiny hair. Yeah. You could just. They probably just used like head and shoulders or vocine or whatever. I
2: feel like that's the bit that upset me the most. (laughs) When he
3: grabbed her lovely hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. If her hair was that sleek, though, you'd think his hands would like it's slip, slip out, like... out and run away. <sighs> yeah, that's
2: Runs true. Away. Um, yeah, she she ends up running into the cellar.
3: Yeah.
2: Um. And she locks the cellar, and then he sort of brays at the door, but then disappears, which is a bit weird. And then she hears a noise outside, and it ends up being Peter, and he smashes mm. the window.
3: And comes in and I don't he's get... like, "What are you
2: doing down here?" kind yeah. of thing. And and I
3: was like, that's "I don't weird. get why he smashes the window to come in." You, you, if if you if, thought she thought... was in trouble,
2: you'd be like, "Oh my god, are you all right? I'm gonna yeah. smash this window." But it kind of just Decides does it that, really nonchalantly.
3: Seeing that she's in the cellar, you'd be like, "Oh, I'll just I'll go in the front door and and come down and say hello." But which yeah yeah which kind of looks like
2: yeah. he did it, and she's like properly hiding when when he comes in and, and, he, and he sort of comes towards her and she edges away. Yeah. And then it goes to the police who are travelling to the house and they hear a scream. And they basically find Jess unconscious with Peter in a lap that she's basically beaten to death with a poker. With a
3: fire poker,
2: yeah. Um, and then it goes to her being asleep in bed and they all kind of say... Um, well, that's wrapped up. It case closed. Yeah, case closed. It was Peter.
3: No need to even go to court. And then they
2: were like, "Shall we check the attic?" And they're like, "Oh, we need to wait for the other police because they've got the coroner facilities that mm. we don't have, so they don't check the attic, and they all bugger off and leave her on her own, which is yeah. really weird." Sedated in bed, sedated, defenseless. Yeah, but and then it kind of. Uh, the dad, the dad ends up passing out, doesn't he? And they take him mm. out, so like there's nobody left in the house apart from her, just asleep on bed, and then it pans through each room, and then up to the attic, and you can hear. Um, you can hear Billy chatting, and then he's rocking Claire in the mm. chair, and, and then it zooms out. Of the attic window, and it's just the shot of. Claire sat in the window and it zooms out and out and out and out, and then you can see there's a policeman outside and then um all you hear is a phone. Yeah. Go. And then it finishes. That's, that's it. And that's the end of the no, film. Oh,
3: it's quite a disturbing ending really, because it Yeah. It, they don't catch him. No. The survivor basically dies it's not yeah. shown but it's, it's kind inferred. of ambiguous
2: whether she survives or not but it
3: given the consume,
2: other murders because yeah. he rings the phone every time he does a murder mm. but then if he murders her who's he ringing because there's no one, there's left, no in the one house. left
3: in the house to answer maybe yeah. he answers it himself and he's talking... Well, he on is essentially line, four people, so yeah. Answering could... himself on the other. Yeah, do you think that's that true. if he was to do this again, he'd ring up and he'd pretend to be Jess and Barb. Maybe. Each time he murders a load of girls in a house, he pretends to maybe. be an act the last people yeah, he murdered. maybe. Being this, in this one, being his family.
2: I wonder if it's... um, I kind of, I kind of wondered if it's like a... Because you don't really get a lot of story from him, but I wondered if it was maybe like um, a time of year thing that causes mm. this psychotic break. So maybe like he murdered his sister at Christmas or something and there's something to do with Christmas yeah. that kind of sets him off or he's just
3: fully crazy, I don't know. Fully really crazy. But yeah, It's weird to think though that he has obviously been somewhere because yeah. we assume that Agnes was his family or Sister. sister yeah we murdered and then he's sort of reenacting yeah. this using and the then voices it's a kind of, of
2: did he murder did, his parents yeah. as
3: well and then presumably he's been out in the world for
2: yeah. 10
3: years after the i don't know how old he is because yeah. you don't really see his face but what's he been doing
2: yeah murdering other
3: people problem
2: yeah yeah i do like the ending it's very very ambiguous yeah. but i like i like i really like endings like that they kind of they kind of a bit of a bummer and you're just like oh mm, man mm, like that's really yeah, bad but yeah. then i'm like no that's a really good ending like because i suppose to look at it deeply like life doesn't always work no, out no in All reality in
3: package. it's not resolved like the yeah the sassy person doesn't get murdered second mm. in real life mm-hmm. and they're like the sensible one isn't the survivors you just don't know. You just don't know. And sometimes there's no reason. And that's
2: it, like you don't know anything about him. He could he could literally be anybody. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it more scary. Yeah. Like the remake they give him a lot of backstory. And it's and it's kind of I think it's explained in the in the remake that he used to live in that sorority house and stuff and i feel i feel like it doesn't need the explanation no and i think but i think that that kind of attitude of filmmaking now is very much prevalent and it kind of feels the need to spoon feed people Mm -hmm. and i don't i don't like some stuff i don't mind but i quite like ambiguous yeah it's got to be done
3: well because sometimes if it's too Mm -hmm. ambiguous it can be a little bit frustrating mm. there's got to be enough detail that you know something bad has happened but but not too much is, you
2: like what the hell is that going it's on? like the thing is sequester. i think for me
3: because well you're
2: probably the same because you quite like david lynch and he mm. doesn't explain anything no he so own... i kind of i can i can make my peace with it if it's not yeah. explained i'm just like yeah it's not explained it's fine yeah and then i'll come to my own conclusion and that's that's fine but I i, I prefer it that way i think yeah, and it's like like, um, oh, what is it? The descent. Apparently, there's two endings
3: for the descent. Have I seen
2: that? Yeah, I think you have the one where they're in the cave. The oh, girls the, in the
3: cave. The little mutants in the cave. They're
2: like they're like people, but not. Mm. They can't see. Yeah. I'm thinking of Sanctum.
3: No. The cave diving
2: is that a, cave a similar
3: idea. Yeah. Sounds like a similar idea. I, isn't there a third cave diving but film? But
2: there there's two endings to it.
3: What's there?
2: Yeah. So there's one spoilers for this if anyone's not watched it don't don't listen, but um there's one ending where she gets out and she like freaks out and then she sits in the car and then sees a friend next to her and then it finishes. That was the American one. Mm. But then the British one, there's another little bit where she's still in the cave. Ooh. And she's, talk, She's like, she's sat with her daughter. Talking, and it's, yeah. And then you, like, yeah, that's a... Because apparently, the, like, American audiences were like, well, that's really bleak, I don't like mm. it. and, But I watched that version and I was like, no, that's really good. And then you're yeah. like, oh, shit, she's still in the cave. Like, oh, <laughs> my God, like, that's so grim. That's a fake. But yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I, I like stuff like that. I think I'm a bit Yeah.
3: Well, bit I weird. suppose if you if you have a film that's like really packaged to be like entertainment, yeah. It needs to kinda of have a storyline or like yeah. a resolution that's satisfying to most people. Yeah, that's but it. It's probably not gonna have as much impact. Yeah. as something that's left unresolved. Yeah. But half the people probably find it annoying. And half yeah. people be like, Oh that's it, Yeah. Isn't it?
2: yeah um ratings for this film i'd probably give it a four out of five i think it's i think it's a good festive mm. festive film if you're looking for a horror films around at christmas it's it's a pretty good one it's probably the the most common one out of them all i would think it's an oldie but a goodie yeah gore wise it's not very gory i'd say it's, it's probably creepy, a two it? yeah yeah you don't really like when when the killings are happening it's kind of it kind of pans away it's a little bit like psycho in that yeah. respect it kind of leaves you to your the own imagination
3: unicorn spike was the most yeah kind of gory. I you know, didn't really, really see gory. much no. of that did you yeah i think the, the most gory part was peter playing the piano
2: oh my god yes yeah
3: <laughs> That was extreme. If
2: you're a lover of music, oh my god, your yeah. ears, your yeah, ears, will, <laughs> ears bleed.
3: will be bleeding.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think the the sort of scariest bit is seeing Claire with the bag on her
3: head. Mm, that's that's quite scary. Yeah, it's um, an unsettling, disturbing, but then creepy also, film. Isn't it? I'd say humour was probably like a three. Yeah, it there is a well, some. Barb's quite funny. Barb is funny. It was also occasionally funny unintentionally. Yeah. But that's more stuff of the time, like fashions of the time. No? Yeah,
2: yeah. I, like, I do
3: quite like stuff like that. It
2: does lighten yeah. the mood a little Speaking bit. Speaking of which, it? the hair
3: in the film, there's some fantastic 70s hair. Yeah, there's a guy with a really sweet afro. Yeah. There's Barb herself has got a fringe starts them. on top of her head it starts on the top of her head and comes right it's yeah. like a 7 inch long fringe
2: right yeah. down i don't even understand that my hair is so thin that I just would not yeah. work how
3: does your fringe start at the top of your head i don't, I don't know <laughs> but it's a, a good lot fringe of brushing and training mm. i would assume yeah it's a,
2: yeah i think it's worth a watch it's a good it's a good film worth a watch yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. And that's the uh, that's mm. film. I I like it. Overall it is a winner for me. Yeah. Good old Christmas <laughs> horror. I love it. Uh yeah, next week um, We're don't, gonna don't do know what we well. Well We're Didn't going a bit off paste. Are we? We're going off paste and we're gonna do perfect blue. I haven't even heard of that. Yeah, it's, it's not a horror. It's more of a thriller, but it's like um, it's like a anime film. Oh, it's really, really, really good. I'm thinking
3: of like Deep Blue Sea or something. Yeah. not the sharks. Oh, no, no, no. LL Nothing Kool-Jay. to do with sharks. No. It, it was, was that the film of LL Cool J and the sh- sharks in the sort of oil rig I think setting thing so, yeah and he was, was like a, a chef sort of, with a palette, wasn't he it's was like a modern jaws wasn't it, mm. yeah. it but that's not that but that's we, not we aren't it. doing that no that's we're not doing that not what we're doing
2: no we're doing perfectly oh, well. it's really it's really good um it's it's definitely worth a watch mm. um yeah it's not maybe not as horror as as you would Think for this, but it's more. It's more of a thriller, but it is.
3: It's good. It's, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. I say that I haven't seen it. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's different. it is. It's I haven't seen it. It's
2: not. Yeah. It's kind of. It's going a bit off piste but it is a really good film, and mm. I don't know. Oh, well, then We should review it. Let's do that. Yeah. In the meantime, we are on Facebook at Wonderful and Strange. We are on Twitter at WNS Pod, and we're on email if anyone wants to get in touch. It's wonderful and strange at hotmail.com. If anyone has any suggestions for films, any opinions, just get in touch with us, let us know what you think. And we will see you after Christmas. Yeah. Bye. 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 Merry Christmas.
1: Presented by Climate Power. America, let's do what we do best. Build. We have an opportunity to rebuild our economy, fight climate change, and create millions of jobs in the fastest growing industry in the country. Clean energy. But we must grab this moment before it slips away. American workers are ready. Now Congress, it's up to you. We can achieve our clean energy future if we act now.